0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the SERS Group Podcast. I'm JC. And I'm Barbara. And today we are sharing, I'm so excited for this, we are sharing stories from our members in the group about their experience of SERS. Really, this episode comes out of wanting to accomplish two things. One is sharing the very human experience of SERS, how it impacts people's daily lives, how it impacts different people so differently. We have shared our stories a couple of times, but as we know, SIRS is an inflammatory illness. And so it manifests in terms of symptoms, it manifests differently for different people. So we wanted to encompass a wider variety of symptom types or symptom manifestations. Um, And then also just try to share that very human experience of SIRS we try to keep things pretty lighthearted on this podcast. We want STARS to feel accessible, and it totally is. The protocol is just one step at a time. You you totally can do it. We try not to be super doom and gloom about it. But I think in doing that, we kind of miss out on really acknowledging, recognizing how people are profoundly impacted by this illness.
1: Yeah. I think uh, one thing to keep in mind is we, you know, JC and I don't take ourselves very seriously. And so we can be very silly and we enjoy our time together. We enjoy recording this podcast together. So that may shine through. And I kind of hope it does. Cause again, that's, that might be more fun to listen to, I hope. Um, but like JC said, there, there's real true suffering Um and and again this illness depending on how long someone's been exposed and and how many other factors are at play it can i mean it can make you bedridden it can do really t- i mean it can kill you it can lead to to death if it's completely untreated so these are this is real and so this is our way of hopefully personifying that pain just so those of you who ex- are experiencing that don't feel alone but also those of you who don't have SIRS or maybe your SIRS isn't that bad you know um, the importance of treatment so that it doesn't get to that point and or so that you have uh, you know some inspiration hopefully also from the fact that you can come back from something so severe is also important to take away so yeah
0: yeah and it goes without saying, none of this is medical advice. This is truly the words of our, uh, of our group members and their own experience. So none of this should be taken as medical advice. Yes. And we
1: got these stories uh, from soliciting them from our membership. Everyone here has uh, volunteered this story for the purpose of this podcast. So uh, thank you to all of our wonderful members that uh, felt okay to share. So this first story is from Toby. SIRS made me a bystander in my own life. I hated that I didn't have the energy to clean my whole house. I was embarrassed so I didn't invite people over. The pain and exhaustion kept me from participating in things I wanted to do with others. I've lost friends. Family doesn't understand. My hair started falling out. Again, embarrassed. GI issues, muscle twitching, doctors not listening. They do their tests and they can't find anything wrong. Then you start wondering if it's all in your head. Are you losing your mind? The brain fog sets in and you make more mistakes in your job. Again, embarrassed, secluding yourself even more. I was happy to get the blood test for SIRS. It was such a relief. I actually cried. It shows just what my body has been trying to tell me. Then reality hits you, hits, and you move several times to try to find suitable housing.
0: Chad shared, SIRS removed my ability to feel joy and optimism. A situation that once would bring me happiness now leaves me feeling hollow and empty, like I'm just going through the motions of life. But what it did do was show me who I truly cares. I found empathy and support in people I least expected, and unfortunately skepticism, criticism, and frustration from some who I thought were my closest. If we are able to get through all this BS, I truly believe we will emerge as better people.
1: Rosie shares... Well, I used to work out. I loved going hiking and anything outdoors. Suddenly in 2020, I became sick. Anxiety, panic attacks, disconnected from myself, fatigue, migraines, loss of appetite. I got married February, 2021. And while shopping for my dress, it was supposed to be the happiest time of my life. I was robbed of that. I remember being there and feeling so empty, hearing my friends and mom telling me I looked beautiful, but I felt completely dead inside. This has been my feeling for three years. I feel like I've missed being present for my kids, like I'm in a glass box, but I don't really talk about it because people don't believe me. Finally got diagnosed with SIRS eight doctors later. I'm feeling hopeful and can only dream of feeling normal again.
0: Missy shares, SIRS has caused me to have morning neck and shoulder pain so bad it feels like I've been hit by a truck. Also, my feet can barely hold my weight when I first stand up in the mornings. And then they cramp all day, no matter how good of a supportive shoe I have on. Speaking of weight, I have steadily gained weight while being keto carnivore for five years. It has caused me to be leptin-resistant and have many hormonal imbalances. Shortness of breath. As a service patient, we tend to stay dehydrated no matter how much water and electrolytes we consume. With that dehydration, my skin has dried terribly, which has caused premature aging. I stopped getting Botox injections because I want all of the toxins out of my body, not just mold. And I can tell I have much more dry aging, sagging, swollen skin. I'm only 53 and look much older. Lastly, it has caused me constant worry and frustration because there is no one in my area who inspects for mold or remediates the proper way. So finding the problem area and fixing it properly has taken a year and many thousands of dollars.
1: Next one's from Gabriella.
0: A bit depressing
1: of a take, but I feel like SIRS has taken everything from me. I've been sick 22 of 26 years of my life, and I often grieve the life I never had due to this illness. I'm grateful to have an answer, of course, but often wish
0: it would have been something else. Gerald shared, for me, SIRS triggered horrific MCAS, or mast cell activation syndrome, I was completely bedridden for three months until I discovered what MCAS is and started treating it with histamine blockers. I was so sick, I actually wrote a goodbye letter to my wife and put it in a place where I knew she would find it if I passed.
1: Gloriana shares, uh, SIRS has been the cloaked cloud my whole life. The migraines, digestive issues, chronic ear infections just seemed like kid stuff. The anxiety attacks were in my head. All before age 10. The extreme emotions were labeled too sensitive. Missing school one day a month, one day a month due to severe menstrual pains rendering me unable to walk, were excessive. The fatigue was lazy. The depression was, you're not busy enough. Even though she was getting her master's degree, interning, and had a job. And this was all by age 22. The 15 years of chronic pain was, there's always something wrong with you. Suicidal ideations were never spoken about. Seeing an old friend was, you've lost your sparkle by age 35. Never being understood was isolating. The loneliness was gut-wrenching. Thank God I started shitting my pants because that's not normal. With an eye roll emoji.
0: GK shared, sirs caused me to become a shell of the person that I once was and miss out on what typically is seen as the best time of your life to many people, your mid to late twenties and early thirties. It's incredibly hard to watch your peers get married, have careers, get master's degrees, travel, and start businesses, all while you are stuck on this quest to figure out what exactly went wrong and why your body, brain, and spirit have become so broken to what feels like is beyond repair. I'm truly thankful to God that I discovered the answer when I did, because realistically, I couldn't see myself trying to live like this for very much longer. Being chronically impaired and stuck in depression and physically traumatized, discovering SERS as the root cause gave me hope to dream again, where it seemed that hope was quickly expiring.
1: This one's from Natasha. My journey is one of duration and internalizing fault. My entire illness was invisible. No one else could see it, so surely it mustn't be that bad, right? The blame was squarely placed on me. I was, with great invisible difficulty, able to function at some level in this world, so I just kept trying to cover up my illness. It was embarrassing. The diagnosis provides incredible insight. Even simply knowing to try to avoid biotoxins and finally being able to gain some level of control over my symptoms and life is huge, to say the least.
0: Kimberly says SIRS has caused me to never know as an adult what it feels like to feel normal and energetic. I've had issues since I was a teenager and I'm now 41. SIRS has kept me from really enjoying time with my husband and two kiddos now nine and six because all I think about is how I want to go to bed and sleep for a week. SIRS has caused me to feel like I'm looking and thinking through mud every single day, all day, for the last 20 plus years. But there is a silver lining. SIRS has also shown me what I really want in life. SIRS has helped also helped show me what really matters to me. SIRS has helped me not take anything for granted, to stop and really, truly smell the roses, and to really enjoy and appreciate life. SIRS Mom has shared, For me,
1: I've witnessed SIRS take my daughter out of the game of life. It robbed her of her precious, carefree youth, Robbed her of getting her driver's license, senior prom, going to college, hanging out with friends, laughing and living her life. It robbed her of so much more. Constant chronic fatigue that she can barely get up to shower or get food, migraines, nausea, vomiting, nerve pain, hot flashes, body aches and pains all over, severe social anxiety and episodes that I can only explain as psychosis are all part of her slash our new daily normal. I see the pent-up frustration in her, and at times she lashes out in violent rage. Thoughts and feelings of wishing she would just die are so painful for me to hear. I am her everything, yet I face the brunt of her emotional storms too. It takes everything out of me to recover from her explosions of rage. Friends who don't understand have slowly disappeared, both hers and mine. My parents slash her grandparents keep their distance and don't even try to understand. It feels like it has ripped our family to pieces. It's a lonely place. SIRS hits you physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. I pray every day for that healthy, bright, beautiful, shining soul to come back.
0: Chase says, SIRS carries a huge social cost for me. It's the guilt from having to constantly turn down or cancel plans or feeling like people get this doled down, worn out version of me when they do see me. It's living with this constant underlying fear that everyone's patience will eventually run out and they'll give up on me. It's the smile I fake for my loved ones to cover up the fact that I'm completely exhausted, simultaneously being afraid they'll see through it and wishing that they would.
1: Next one's from Ariel. I have cried out, I'm going to die, I'm going to die alone in a hypoallergenic embassy suites bathroom, shaking and throwing up from a migraine caused by improper electrolyte balance from SIRS. I didn't, and I'm so glad. I think there's a lot more good to come, but I will never look down on a person in a wheelchair with disabilities, wearing a mask, or bringing their own air filter ever again. I have been maid of honor for two people in my life. Both of them have ignored me, too painful to see my path. I miss them, but I don't know if they will get the privilege of seeing it forward. Being close to pain, mortality is part of being human. It makes me sad that some people don't get good at it until it happens to them. I wish they had the courage to practice on me, to love me through this. Being alone, feeling alone is absolutely without a doubt the hardest part. Finding community has been my oxygen.
0: Dorothy shared, SIRS caused me to have a reaction to the COVID vaccine, including uveitis in my eye, joint and muscle pain. I'm still in pain every day. My eye isn't red, but I have a wavy line in my left eye all the time.
1: Next one's from Terrence. SIRS sucks. It put me in a place where I never thought I would end up. When you're a happy-go-lucky person with motivation to conquer the world and see through with your goals, and next thing you know... Your whole life gets turned upside down with no one by your side, unable to figure out what's going on, living day to day wondering if you will be around for tomorrow. My whole body just shut down and it's been a climb to get it back to normal ever since. It's been so long, I'm not even sure I know what that is anymore. I feel like SERS targets your favorite things to do as well. It had made my hobby a bit difficult, but you have to pick and choose your battles as you still have to try and enjoy life.
0: Tiffany says, SIRS made me move away from my husband due to the reaction I was having at that home. I'm starting a new life alone, and no words for this. Chronic illness put me in $20,000 of debt. The bright side of having SIRS, I can't share yet, but I know something positive will come from it.
1: Next one is from Kirk. What is SIRS like? Imagine being trapped in a huge house that's on fire. All of the rooms are filled with dark smoke you can't breathe you can't see you can only crawl because standing will kill you but you don't even know which direction is the right direction to go everyone outside the house has no idea how bad the smoke and fire is on the inside and they are screaming at you get out of the house which of course just further stresses you out as you were trying you're not getting enough oxygen and your body is weak and and or sore and the first step of the surge protocol get out of exposure into safety. Once the smoke is gone and the threat of dying is gone, you might be able to start the healing process. That's SIRS.
0: And finally, Alyssa shares, SIRS made me live in chronic pain and anxiety that I was gaslit into feeling was my fault and I could just meditate it away. It took away my dream job and a career that brought me so much joy. I became suicidal because of the panic attacks, pain, no one believing how much I was struggling, the never-ending battle with food, air, and water, now being perceived as dangerous. I lost touch with reality and slipped in and out of psychosis, not knowing what was real or not, and experiencing debilitating anhedonia, where life became pointless. It took my family away from me. I became the financial and emotional burden of the family. Only a handful of people believe me and it breaks my heart that my family can't be there for me and all these wonderful souls on the internet have had to replace that. But it gave me my own business and the ability to really choose what brings me joy. It gave me better relationships, more friends going through the same thing, more compassion, more self-confidence because I learned to trust my body. I cannot thank our group members enough for sharing all of this. If you got through this episode, thank you for listening to these stories as well. I think it's important that we hear and share this experience, especially as SIRS becomes more, people become more aware of SIRS. The through line,
1: and this is the case with all illness, I think, is that isolation and that feeling of loneliness and feeling that, you know, you're not believed. And that is... That is a trauma in and of itself besides the pain besides the illness uh it's just that to have that kind of reaction with the people that you that should have your back um i mean it i'm thankful i'm thankful for the age that we live in that zoom calls and podcasts and groups and you know all kinds of you know connecting with a practitioner half the country away I'm just thankful that we are experiencing this now, at least now with all of this technology and ability to connect in these other ways is in place. Uh, I I can't imagine going through all of this and not even knowing that there's anyone else out there that's like you that's going through it too. Um, We, you know, we don't want anyone else to experience this, of course, but knowing that there are other people out there that can relate and understand you and speak right on that level with you and know where you're coming from and they, they're not skeptical for once. uh, Yeah, that's more valuable than I think even I realized until reading all of these. So yeah, thank, big thank you to our members for, for submitting all of those so we could share them with you guys. Appreciate it.
0: Absolutely. And if you are looking for more support on your service journey, you can join us over at theservesgroup.com. We'll see you there.